Welcome back to Snackcast, folks. Well, that was soft and supple. Settle. Welcome back. <laughs> Settle down. So, ironically, <laughs> ironically, today we're going to talk about hormones. The big T. Um, T. Sounds like Kevin's might be a little out of whack. Um, can you spell supple? <laughs> not, re- not really. <laughs> so, no, welcome back. We're in like chapter whatever of uh, Lies My Doctor Told Me. Uh, by Dr. Ken Berry. Chapter uh, whatever. That seems official. Yeah. Well, so where we started and called chapter one yeah, was not a, chapter right, one. Right. Right. I got And it. it's even worse. You're more if talking you did about topic, topic one. <laughs> right. 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 So anyways, today is the big lie. Does giving men testosterone cause prostate cancer? Yes. Yes, you're in the majority. I I'm joking. You know, I read no, I the know. book. <laughs> I know. I know. So, yeah, um, it's a, a medical myth out there. You, you know, call it a lie, a medical myth, whatever, but that administering testosterone to men um, can lead to prostate cancer. And Dr. Barry says no dice. Why does he say that, Scott? Well, um, Let's wait to get to why okay, and talk about what does happen to men. Okay. And why is testosterone so important? Right. So as men age, um, I think it peaks for us in our late teens, early 20s. The high school years, right? Right. High school, early college. And as we age, our production of it naturally gradually goes down. And that makes a ton of sense, right? Like you're no longer... Fighting for your, I mean, maybe you're a little more advanced. You're a little more like in the younger years, you're fighting. If back in the old caveman days, you're fighting for dominance type of thing. Sure. And I might go a step further and talk about like in my age, 49 years of suppressing the body with a crappy Western diet. Oh, there you go. You know, so um, there are some things we can do, but how did we come across prostate cancer and testosterone, right? It was in the 1940s, um, Charles B. Higgins was actually studying dogs and I guess prostate cancer within dogs or enlarged prostates. And he noticed that dogs he castrated, their prostates then shrunk. And he took this opinion or <laughs> tested one human I don't want to know what he did to mimic a possible castration. Um, but he tested one guy who actually was already on other hormones and then wrote this opinion piece that testosterone causes prostate cancer. So and the rest very is history, little, right? The rest I mean, is history. There's been very study. little research since. Not even a study. Not even a study. An opinion. Right. right. So they did the one human test. And some of the information that Dr. Barry points out, he's like, Apparently, in California and Europe, they've been giving testosterone to men for a long time, Mm. and they have no statistical change in prostate cancer rates, right, Um, compared to places where they're not giving it freely for whatever reason. Um, he, He also points to high school boys. We were talking about them, right? If testosterone 
causes prostate cancer. You'd see a lot higher incidence in young men. <laughs> How come all the guys with the best testosterone levels don't have cancer? Are never diagnosed with um, prostate cancer. I, I think you might be so. on to something with the Western diet and Right. And I don't recall if he said that or if I just connected those dots, but there's know. some other reason and that that older men are getting prostate cancer and it's not right testosterone right so the good news i think is this is not one of those that doctors have like clung to and will call you crazy if you disagree i think the tide is kind of turning um they're starting to come around to the idea that that maybe is this isn't so bad and i think in large part actually pointing back to food so it goes down in men as we age but also if you look at decades mm-hmm Across society, it is trending down. Okay. Now, I might point to other things, right? Again, the diet, more specifically, possibly soy oil, you know, my uneducated two cents, but I know that there's a lot of estrogen in soy. Mm -hmm. Um, I know my wife likes to eat edamame, and I won't eat it anymore. It's I can't even say that. <laughs> soybeans. <laughs> right. It's, it's soybeans that I think they're steamed and salty. Right. I used to eat those a lot. I remember. They actually well, taste. Well, maybe not but, a lot. And but. They come under the guise of healthy for you, right? You know, it, it grew out of the ground. Yeah. And once again, healthy. I think we're, you know, painting back to a, connecting back to a snack cast that we did a little while ago right. on, on oils and cancer with oils. and Right. Specifically soy oil. Possibly at least some data showing it might be the worst. So, you know, it's testosterone isn't, I don't know if we're going to get to it in later chapters because I forget the order, but testosterone isn't just a men thing, right? No, it's not. It's actually going to be tomorrow's snack cast. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And um, I think that one's going to, I actually have a lot of information that's not necessarily in the book because my wife has taken a deep dive down that portion of it. Um, Starting to get a little upset out here. I think he scratches <laughs> the surface. I got gotcha. you. Know, and um, I think there's a lot more to it. But anyways, um, yeah, I guess uh, testosterone doesn't cause prostate cancer in men. And there's starting to become a consensus on that. And it's slowly changing. Yeah, it must not be a lot of money in it somewhere so, for some some group. Yeah, right, right. So <laughs> all right, we know. Let's, so let's finish up. Um, so where should it be? Where should it be if you go get yours checked? Um, Doctor Barry says you know look up what the optimal range is, and then you want to be towards the upper percentile. How, how do you that. get it checked? So um, there's actually you can go to your doctor and request it, right? And then there's Is there a cheaper um, way. <laughs> there's actually male clinics around. Uh, you know, we're close to Tampa, and I hear them on the radio all the C4MHMD or something like that. You know, but the easiest way I think um, you can actually go to websites if you Google um, run my own lab work or something like that. There's all of these third parties that you can pay for it online run down to like a quest diagnostics or a, I forget the name of the other mm-hmm. one. Um, just have your blood taken, pee in the cup and it shows up in your email like five days later. So actually did it a while back when we were fiddling around with carnivore and um, it was really quite painless, much easier than going to a doctor and much cheaper too. Oh, I was going to say probably requesting that procedure with a doctor just 
And then the barrage oh. of questions that will come with it. Like, and why do you want this? Thousands and, of dollars. Right. I don't know that, but I'm guessing. Yeah, they don't. You Docs know. don't do anything for cheap. Right. The, and not them. Yeah, the, whole, the clinics the whole did clinics. not move their own lab into the building because it wasn't profitable. Right. You know, so good point. Um, like every chapter, uh, he gives us some homework if you don't believe him or you just want to do a deeper dive. So uh, he lists three of them here. Testosterone for life by Abraham Morgenthaler. If I said that right, MD. Um, that was 2008. There was one. This is fun. It's called The Life Plan by Jeffrey S. Life. <laughs> Uh md 2012 and then estrogeneration how estrogenetics are making you fat sick and infertile by anthony j phd 2017 so this can actually have an effect on weight loss oh i think it has an effect on everything yeah including in large part weight loss wow so fatigue sexual desire you name it you know, so okay. that's it. Questions, comments, concerns, hit us at snackcast at yes.fit. Stay moving. See you.